this is the audio class experience. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of the audio class experience. It's your host here, Rodrigo, and today I'm going to talk about the king of real estate. Many of you think that McDonald's makes their money by selling burgers and fries. Well, think again. Back in the day, McDonald's was all about providing a limited menu that was high quality and had a quick service. There were two brothers that had a successful operation in in the area of San Bernardino in California. And that went pretty well in the beginning until Ray Kroc comes along the way, who was a multi-mixer salesman. He basically sold like uh, milkshake making machines. And he went down there and he was shocked at the fact by the fact that there were so many milkshake machines being sold. So then he flew down to, to San Bernardino to check out the lines that were out the door. And basically Croc had this vision where he wanted to build a restaurant system that could be replicated. He wanted burgers and fries that could taste the same everywhere in the U.S. It doesn't didn't matter whether it was in Mississippi or Texas or Alabama or Alaska. His philosophy was to persuade franchisees and suppliers to buy into the vision, working for themselves together with McDonald's. This principle uh, is made up of three main pillars. Number one, which is franchises. Number two, suppliers, and number three, employees. The problem was that when he started out, the franchisees would simply run their business however they wanted. And Crick, sorry, Croc couldn't do anything about it. It was, it was completely beyond his control. And as a result, the system just broke down. However, the real genius of McDonald's came up with the following idea. On the land under the building, you become the landlord and your business owner uh, becomes the tenant. The franchisee therefore becomes the tenant of the franchiser. And under a conventional franchise today, McDonald's owns land and the franchisee pays for the sale equipment, the signs, the seatings, the decoration, and they also have to pay the rent and the royalties as a percentage of the profit that they make. With minimum rent payments and the initial $45,000 franchising fee, the tenants must also agree to certain standards and policies just to protect McDonald's brand and reputation. And the initial cost is between one to two million dollars and you need about $750,000 of liquid capital. So the strength of McDonald's is actually not the fries, the burgers, or the chicken nuggets, but the ability to acquire prime locations around the world and have franchisees who are actively managing those businesses. When a franchisee owns a business, they aren't investing in a McDonald's passively. What they're actually doing is they're devoting themselves to that business because they want it to succeed. So they're trading their time, their energy, and their money to run a business, pretty much. But what system is better? 
to be the franchisee where you're the one paying royalties and rent to the corporate ownership under McDonald's? Or is it simply better to own shares and invest passively? In order to answer this question, we need to take a look at their income statement. And if you take a look at the annual report for 2018, on page 14, you'll see that there's an entry that says sales by company, operated restaurants, and another that says revenues from franchised restaurants. They made over $11 billion just from franchises, whereas from company operated restaurants, they made about just a billion less, like 10 billion more or less. And they get the royalties and rents and rents from the franchisers. They had 2,770 company operated restaurants and 35,085 franchise restaurants, which makes up 93% of McDonald's restaurants worldwide as of uh, December 31st, 2018. Now, if you look at uh, Franchise McNomics, MCnomics, it gives you a perspective on the whole estimated costs for setting up a franchise. It says that the net, the net sales of you can make a net sales of uh, 2.7 million, where the food costs are at 810,000 and the paper costs are at $108,000, which gives you a gross profit in total of one, just above nearly $1.8 million. However, you also have to take into account the crew pay payroll, manager payroll, payroll taxes, advertising, promotions, external services, line in operating supplier maintenance and repair utilities and all these kind of costs and it's a, it's it's really costly seriously and you might get a net profit of about just over seven hundred sixty thousand dollars more or less maybe a bit less maybe a bit more so as you can see the costs are huge and that's why the operating margin of a normal mcdonald's that is owned directly by mcdonald's is actually making much higher margins than a franchise owner. The franchisee has to take the risk and not the profit-making machine that McDonald's has. So, basically McDonald's, they, what they like to do with their self-operated restaurants is to test new products, to innovate a bit, uh, make operational improvements, some new pricing strategies, and that way, if they find something that works, they can implement it across all the McDonald's restaurants. Now, should you buy stocks from McDonald's and earn money passively? I think now is the time that we apply the method of value investing. So as an investor, it's important that you manage to beat inflation over the long term, long run. And... We can assume that since McDonald's is located in in very special locations, you can find any McDonald's in any decently sized city. If it's a big city, and pretty much every corner of the street or every so kilometers, so you've got one already close by. And 
in, in general, because of this, of the special locations and their ability to, to actually um, survive and actually make profits, um, gives confidence because they'll manage to outpace inflation. They've got a 37% return on sales and a 10-year average of above 30%. So it's a big deal. They have a dividend yield right now of about approximately 2.6%. And as Warren Buffett says, you really need to evaluate how much the business is worth without looking at the stock price. So if you think that the business is worth more than what the stock price is valued at, valued, valued at, you buy, basically. Have in mind that any successful business needs to either own a system or be part of one that works. The fact that you and me can make a better burger than McDonald's is a reality. But how can we build a system that can make so much money like McDonald's? See, that's why they're a success. The brand image and marketing techniques that they use can really create a profitable business that's in the interest of many potential franchisees. I mean, it's obvious how they make money. If they're only going to depend on underpriced and value menus for paying royalties and rents, then obviously they don't know the game. The, the $1 cheeseburgers are just one way of paying the rent, but it's, it's through the rent where the cash is at that's where McDonald's. That's where McDonald's wins. Also, they tend to use limited menu items because it helps them cut down on overhead costs, which leads to much higher profit margins. Since the foods that they offer are typically very cheap to make, costs the cost per unit are, are ridiculously just ridiculously low. For example, just a couple pounds of potatoes can be purchased for. Not that much. I don't know, like maybe a couple kilograms can just cost you just a couple of euros or a couple of dollars. So, for example, the fries that you order costs them in reality just a few pennies. While they sell you those fries at around a dollar more or less, they also use coupons like burgers for five dollars just so that they can lure more customers in what they would then do is try and make you buy more expensive items through upselling for example if you were to order the two burgers for five dollars you may be also tempted to order fries drinks nuggets and maybe even a sundae as dessert as well also the the images that they use they're just so mouth-watering they they work so effectively it, it it gives you this this urge to just order they, they 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 give you this sense of temptation and oh it's it's incredible the way that they use imagery and photoshop how they edit their pictures to make it look so appealing so tempting and um also uh, McDonald's, what they do is they, they tend to pay their, their employees pretty low wages, usually just above the minimum wage. And this can actually make workers pretty angry. Of course, 
like any business, they seek profit maximization. So they want to reduce their costs as much as possible. But, you know, to what extent is it ethical? I would also like to add the convenience that McDonald's provides um, because there may be people who may not want to cook or don't have time to cook. So they can find something that's very cheap, easy, fast, and in some sense could be tasty for some people. I mean, not for everybody. Um, it's cheap, it's fast, it's a simple service, really. It's a good system. You can order with the panels or in the cashier. And nowadays they can even um, deliver it to your, give it to your, um, send it to your table. So it's, it's developing quite a lot. And um, and there's also this this amazing fact that I found out that that in the U.S. the average American spends over a thousand dollars a year just on fast food, and they manage to serve fast food chains nine million Americans each day. Not to mention also that. Fast food chains can make a lot of money from just soft drinks. Where I'm from, soft drink might cost almost two euros. Sometimes you get a refill, yeah, sure, but what they give you is actually water. It's not the real, actual sugary drink. So that's, that, that costs them just a few cents. Well, that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode. Make sure that you follow me in case you haven't already. Make sure that you like, you share this podcast with friends and family. Replay the episodes so that you can retain the concepts a bit better. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope to have you back soon. Have a great day. See you around. Bye. Thanks guys for listening. Hope to see you soon. And make sure you guys subscribe, and I'll see you next time.